This episode on Drinks with Mom. It's all about the booze and your coffee. How did mom feel about getting vaccinated? Oh, and don't put your foot so hard on the pedal. All that and more this time on Drinks with Mom. Hello and welcome to episode 44 of Drinks with Mom. My name is Paul and I'm here with my mom, Gina. Hi, mom. How are you? I'm good, Paul. How are you? This wonderful. is such a wonderful time. It is great to hear your voice as always. Looking forward to this 44th episode of our wonderful uh, multi-year endeavor now. Um, for those who don't know what we do on Drinks with Mom, Mom, what do we do? Well, we sometimes have a drink. I mean, that's just a joke. We always have a drink, whether it's a mocktail or a cocktail. And then you quiz me on things. I quiz you. Try you. To set, you try to set me up, actually. Oh, of course. Oh. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. If this is your first time, then welcome. If it's not your first time, then uh, thank you for sticking around. <laughs> um, so for the people who uh, are listening to this, what are we drinking today, Mike? Uh, coffees, like a hot coffee. Yeah, uh, uh, like an Irish coffee or a, a boozy coffee, I guess. And I imagine we both have different varieties. So do you want to start? I think you sent a photo or dad sent a photo of you with two of them. What do you got in front of you? Well, I have one that has rum in it and uh, like a, a coffee liqueur. And then the other one, I put an almond extract in and maple syrup just to see what the comparisons would be like when you go non-alcoholic and alcohol. Oh, that sounds nice. Yes, but they're, they're looking pretty sad right now. <laughs> We've been trying to get this uh, connection going and get this call started for a little while. So both our coffees have lost some of their chutzpah, you know, as you as mom would say. Oh, their chutzpah is, oh my gosh, we don't even want to know where the chutzpah is. <laughs> so yeah, so you sound like you've gone for kind of almost a Jamaican variant of an, a, a, a boozy coffee, like a rum base, which is interesting. Because there were so many different... Uh, ways you could go? I don't think there are any rules is I think what we're getting at. So mine, I tried to go with kind of an Irish coffee just because that's the the, the famous one. Um, so I've got one that has a Jameson whiskey, a variation of their um, their stout, uh, their cask mates, the stout Jameson that I like just for sipping. Um, and I've got that with some whipped cream and some mm -hmm. medium roast uh, fresh coffee that I made on a, a percolator on the stove, an old kind of tiny little uh, percolator. And then... Well, you did good. Well, I've got the second one I've got. I'm doing decaf for the second one because we are recording this at four o'clock. I don't know why I'm having a coffee anyway. I think I'm just tired. And mm -hmm. uh, the second one is a bit of a random. It's kind of... It's got um, decaf coffee, uh, a shot of brandy, and a shot of uh, chocolate orange port that we've been using in other episodes. And this is what um, what my friend Justin would call a South African coffee. I don't think it's a real version of a boozy, boozy coffee, but the rules are basically whatever you want rid of that you have around goes in your coffee. I did see some of those when I was Googling. And, and actually, the orange and the chocolate combination were quite, uh, uh, well, I'd say, common in different uh, oh, that's drinks. Interesting. So what one are you going to try first? I'm going to, I'm going to start with my Irish coffee. Well, yes, I, I've already had a sip of my boozy one. Okay, well, cheers. And it's quite nice. Virtual cheers. cheers. I put a cherry on top of mine. Yeah, I saw in the photos. It looks good. Oh, mm. this is boozy. Yours is boozy? My whipped cream is, has uh, melted. Oh, yeah, uh, mine's gone by the wayside. Oh, yeah, mine's a bit boozy. This Caskmates Stout Edition of Jameson is probably not like the best. You might want to just go with a Jameson or a uh, Tullamore Dew is a, is, a, is a common one to use for this. Um, 
Or Jameson even made a, they made a cold brew coffee infused whiskey, but I didn't want to get into like a, a liqueur kind of thing or a, a coffee flavored thing to add into the coffee. I thought that'd be too much coffee on coffee. And I wanted to have something mm-hmm. I could drink on its own if after this episode is done. But this is a, this is a boozy one. <laughs> well, when I think when you'd go away, often you'd have one of these at the end of the night. I don't know how I slept. Yeah. You know, I've been, I like you, I've got decaf coffee, but when you're on a trip, often you're not given a decaf. You could have an espresso or a real strong coffee in yours. Yeah, I guess the espresso based is, is gotten pretty common as well now. Um, I'm trying my second one, my one with decaf and, uh, and the other stuff in it. There's floating things in there, so that's probably a good sign. <laughs> it's interesting. I kind of like it better, actually. The brandy yeah. and the orange chocolate port. Um. It's a nice little uh, flavor profile, um, you know, and it won't keep me awake because it's decaf. I don't mind the uh, non-alcoholic one that I put the almond extract in. Oh, yeah. And it that was with maple syrup and almond extract and then coffee and whipped cream and so that's, cherry on top. That's almost more like a specialty coffee, not not mm-hmm. like a coffee cocktail, but... Yeah, that's interesting. I, I'm curious to try one of those if I'm ever allowed at your house again. Well, it's a wholesome woman cocktail. Let's get this to <laughs> well, right. Find me a wholesome woman and we'll make her one. <laughs> On that note, I'm going to have the chair. <laughs> <laughs> so which of the two do you prefer so far? So far, I'm really enjoying my almond extract one. Yeah, that's an interesting idea. I like it. Yeah. Sorry, I've got a cherry stuck in my throat. <laughs> There's that wholesome woman but again. Probably, I'm not sure if you did this. They do say you should have a heavier cream. Like I just had the whipped cream from the can, right? But they do say that one of the things you really want is to whip up a good cream. Yeah, that's to have, what that I it was, won't melt so much and it won't, you know. Yeah, I was reading the same thing. I don't have that. I just went out and got. I didn't think of whipped cream until last minute last night, so I got a, just yeah. a can. Um, yeah, and that's fine. Laura took some Instagram stories of me making my coffees and also eating some of the whipped cream, so those will be on our Instagram account. <laughs> Well, um, my fingers are sticky from the maple syrup. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Interesting, though. So far, I do like the South African variant of my coffee, uh, which I hope is something that catches on. Again, that's just whatever you make a coffee and whatever alcohol and sweetener you have available to you just goes in. I've had uh, variants of this made by Justin with all kinds of different things in there that you would never really want to put in coffee normally. <laughs> and uh, it's just, you know, a little bit of that fun pick-me-up on a... A Saturday night if you're having a get-together or uh, or whatever. So, yeah, the, the orange chocolate port and the brandy in this coffee go uh, quite nicely together. Well, I'm glad that there's another use for the orange chocolate port because we do have some of that downstairs. Well, I'll probably let you keep it, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. And I love you, too. I think I say that every episode. <laughs> uh, do you? So in your in your other one, which rum? Do you know what rum it is? It, I can't. Oh, I need specs. My spectacles. It's Bacardi Dark Rum. Okay. Um, it's not a fancy rum. It's a Bacardi. So like I said, in mine, I've got the Jameson uh, Castmates Stout Whiskey. So I've also got a little snifter of just the Jameson. So I can try that Ooh. on its own. I believe I've had this before, but a couple of their Castmates have been pretty good. And they're not expensive. It's like $39. So, you know, you're not breaking the bank if you're if it's not your favorite. So I'm going to take a well, little sip of this. My boy is doing well. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. It's got a little bit of a, a strong flavor to it. You can, you can um, slightly different than the standard Jameson, which is nice. 
Um, yeah, well, that's good. We are not sponsored by Jameson or anyone, in fact. So if you would like to send us booze to try, we will take it. But we may or may not talk nicely about it. And it's up to us. We're, we're, we're not sponsored. We pay for everything we drink on this show. Um, you know, it makes us sound very easy, though. Like, send us booze. Like, we'll try <laughs> Yeah, it. but we're not, we're not being bought. We're not going to give you a, a favorable review just because you send no. us stuff. We'll give you a favorable review because we're, we're easygoing about when we like just about everything. But no guarantees. <laughs> Uh, and, and mom may mispronounce whatever's on the label. So, well, that's true. So, uh, in Toronto where I am, uh, we are still locked down. It's been a year, um, just over a year. In fact, it was just before St. Patrick's day last year that we got the shutdown order for restaurants and things. Um, yeah. and it's come and gone and changed in, in that year, but we're still in a variation of lockdown order. Uh, but uh, the patios outdoor service is capable of resuming in Toronto, and the weather has been, you know, warm enough here and there that we actually went to a patio for the first time in a very long time on Saturday. Uh, went to our pals at Dora Kios on Danforth, where we did a whole episode on the Newfoundland Flower Cocktail. Uh, yes, that was good, and that's where it came mm -hmm. from. And Laura and I had a couple of those uh, Saturday, and that was very nice to support Jane and the and the crew at Dora's who've always been good to Laura and I and our music and just a staple of the Danforth. But yeah, it was nice to see they've got a back patio that they can do now, which they hadn't had before. It's just part of a, a promotion to help help them make some money while things are locked down. So hopefully they get okay. to, to keep that. But I had a drink there that I think we're going to have to put on our list. Um, as the weather warms up, we're moving away from hot drinks. But at some point when we come back to cooler drinks, on their menu uh, was a hot port. And mm. so what it was, was a, just a, a Taylor Fladgate, which, you know, I've, I have a bottle of that in the cupboard that we haven't opened yet. It's not too expensive, nothing crazy. You can get really, really, really nice varieties of that. But in this case, it was just, I think, the standard one. And then some honey and lemon. Um, mm. And it had a lemon wedge and cloves wedged into the lemon. Um, yeah. And it was very nice on a, because the, the weather, it was an overcast day in Toronto on Saturday. And uh, so it was really nice to get a hot drink, but still be able to be outside and support a local business. So yeah, hot port is is maybe something we got to put on our list. I don't know if you like the sound of that. I do. But we'll have to take you to the patio when the weather warms up and we're allowed to hang out a bit more. Um, Let this be heard. He's going to take me to the patio. <laughs> you, you should, that means you should, your wallet. should de-emphasize the sentence a little bit. It sounds a bit, uh, you know, lascivious when you say it that way. <laughs> well, it means your pain is all that I can see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. That that I could do. Because you um, know, my birthday's in April, and we have Mother's Day. You know, like it's all about you, isn't it's it? It's all about me. It's all about yeah. you. Um, but yeah, no, it, it would be nice. I mean, it would be nice to get together. It'd be nice to be able to do something. Because in the in the interim between the la this episode and the last episode, something pretty good has happened for you and Dad that I'm still waiting on my turn. Uh, do you want to fill the people in? <laughs> Well, we've had our vaccines, right? We got the first so our, our first, first one. Dose. Our first one. I was fortunate enough to get mine. Mine's a month ago now, and Dad's just uh, a week and a half ago. So that's great. Yeah, that's very good. And, I, I'm, uh, Laura and I aren't on a list yet. We're we're not in the in the phases at the moment, but um, when we're able, we will. Obviously, there's still risk, and you guys have only had your first dose, so it's not right. You know, foolproof, and it won't be in general. But it just feels. Feels good that people are getting it, and uh, I know a couple people actually in even our age group that because they're they work physically with people, whether it's physio or chiropractor or whatever, yeah. Um, and yeah, they are getting it. So the vaccine rollout, while slow and often criticized in Canada, it it seems to be 
looking better. Um, we're seeing some numbers and some people that I talk to actually have it, which is exciting. I don't know what's going to happen in the next little while, but you and dad got your first yeah. jab. So we're, we're feeling pretty positive. Yeah. And, and I think we still have to remember, we have to be careful, right? Just because we've got the first jab, like you call it, you know, yeah. you still have to be careful and you still can be a carrier. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, yeah. we have to remember, it doesn't mean we can open up like Easter's coming up. It's, yeah. uh, and I know we have, I like to say happy Passover because we have relatives that are celebrating Passover this weekend. And the same thing goes a lot of, they made the announcement, please stay within your household, Yeah, you know, to celebrate Passover. Yeah. And I know we're all having a hard time with that. It's been a year. Yeah, yeah, and, for sure. Uh, we're we're trying to find ways that we can see each other or be closer to each other uh without actually being in each other's space. Yeah, exactly. I think uh it's it's been trying, obviously, as as more and more holidays, we're getting people that are now celebrating their second birthdays in lockdown. You know, we're mm -hmm. doing a lot of video birthdays, trivia trivia online and and video messages for people. And uh, you know, one of my friends turned 40, Sachin. Uh, a couple Aww. last month and uh yeah. everybody pulled together and got a famous wrestler to send him a video message so you know rick <laughs> rick flair sent it to him which is he was pretty happy but that's the kind of stuff you got to do now because you can't yeah you got to do it in other ways and people are finding ways around it which is good to know and you know yes. we all persevere but hopefully the light is is starting to be seen at the end of the tunnel but you know I, I mean, there's a lot of positive stuff for me that's happened this year, and I think it's not been all bad, but I'm in a pretty privileged position and, and got some things to look forward to. So hopefully as the warm weather comes and people are getting outside and getting their shots, uh, maybe we'll see a bit more normalcy, but maybe not. It might still be a while. In any case. I was fortunate because I work in a pharmacy, a small pharmacy, so that's why I got mine so early, and so I was fortunate. Um, yeah. And I, I said, I'm going, you know, and... Um, it was, it was great. Yeah. And, the and whole thing was for, great for us. Selfishly, we were all happy in the family that you got it. Uh, yeah. you know, obviously we want, if you're going to be working or in general, not, you know, we want you and yeah. dad to be inoculated. Um, and mm -hmm. if, if they can work out all the other things that I'd prefer, they change about the two of you, you know, that maybe that can be part of the, <laughs> you know, like I was going to say, first of all, how does it feel to have Bill Gates nano robots in your bloodstream and all the tracking chips and all the things that you've now got? Well, you know me, I just bypass all that. <laughs> you know, I'm above all that. Like oh, I go to a whole are. different realm, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, no, it's, um, it's funny. All the you're talking about how you're grateful, you know, that we're getting it. And, you know, when we think uh, that of you, we birthed you. Oh. How do you feel about that? You know, that I got when you birth? think about that experience, you know, oh, I don't remember it much, but you know, uh, I'm sure it was <laughs> You're amazing. here because of me and your father. I like to think it was like, uh, <laughs> like, like the beginning of the Lion King when I got, when I yeah. was birthed, as you say, you know, that there was a, there was rejoicing and sunshine and a, a big cliff and I was held up in the light and, uh, you know, that was, yeah, that, was my, that day yeah. of my birth. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. probably dropped several times. Um, so this, and, and feel free to answer as, as, uh, you know, however you like, um, how do you feel? How did you have any concerns about the vaccine? How do you feel having gotten it? Uh, was there anything you were worried about with all the misinformation, uh, or concerns that people have going on out there? Did you have any, any worry? No, I didn't. Um, actually I got the message. I was at the chiropractors when I got a message from my work to say, um, you know, they've messaged us where to go get it. So can you go? And, and I was first of all stunned. I didn't expect it to happen so soon. And I was, I just felt so grateful. I went home and I went on the computer and I got an appointment right away. 
and there was no problems i i just uh i was just glad yeah well i think if 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 we wanted to really drum up listeners for this podcast or at least attention what i would do is i would uh title the episode or send out tweets that were basically the tagline you know why was mom worried about getting her vaccine? And does she feel she's got robots in her blood now? You know, all this, I would sensationalize it and make it seem like it's a really big controversial topic. But I think, you know, we're both pretty on the same page that it was a good idea and just get it when you can. I just didn't think about it. I just thought, yeah, this is great. I'm going to get it. Does Gina think the vaccine is worth it? And listen, (laughs) listen to find out on Drinks With Mom. Oh, wow. I mean, really? uh, Yeah, I think we're both on the same page. Gina just likes having attention. Well, that's how you'd get attention. You got to. I've had people tell me that in order to to get more listeners and to to really make this thing pop, we would have to talk more controversially and really get into the issues. And that's how you get attention. But I also think sometimes that's a bit you're sensationalizing things in an already sensationalized world. And all we're trying to do is have a good time and talk together. So I'm not out there to get uh, sound bites. And but sometimes you say something that's really funny, and I have to run with it. But you know, (laughs) I'm not going to overly sensationalize something we both think is important and not controversial at all, like getting the vaccine. There are people that are hesitant, right? And they want a certain vaccine, like they're waiting to see which one they can get. And, and I can understand that. You know, yeah, I, I consult, yeah. there's a lot of people. It's scary. It, it you know, think, yeah, you, you want to make sure you're doing the right thing for you. Yeah, there are yeah. people that have valid reasons. You know, there are people with allergies or or immunodeficiencies, and they can't necessarily have one or the other. I know people who won't be able to get the Pfizer one, for instance, but they could right. get one of the other ones, depending. So in those scenarios, you can't. There's not much you can do. I know uh, yeah. a good friend of mine, Andrew, said uh, he his plan was to never get the vaccine because then that was his excuse to never do anything that he didn't want to do socially. So you could always say, oh, I, I can't go to your wedding. I don't have the vaccine. I'm sorry. Or I can't do this thing that I don't want to do because I'm not vaccinated. And it was well, more of an he out. shouldn't travel. <laughs> well, that's it. But yeah, it's a nice, if you want to, if you want to avoid human contact and be a hermit, then yeah, maybe that's yeah. your excuse. There you go. And I'm sure there are people that feel that way. You know, there are a lot of people that don't want it or don't believe in it or, um, people still don't think the, a mask is yeah, worthwhile, right? I, I, it's one thing to to believe what you want to believe. It's another thing to disregard health and science and and, and professionals and experts. And uh, you know, if you want to talk controversy, mm-hmm. we can go down that that road. But I think everyone who listens yeah. to us is probably on the same page. Um, you know, yeah. and uh, and we don't want an argument, you and I. I mean, well, I don't think we would. Right? I think we're on the same side <laughs> of this. We're on this. We are on the same side, and. And when I think uh, I'll argue if you want, um, no, (laughs) I go back two days ago. um, It's been a year that for me, as far as with health issues and everything that I was told, they didn't want me working because of COVID that I was a high risk at that time. I can't believe where that year's gone. We've still, I, I got through it or we've got through it. And there was some really good moments. And we now they just some fun. Now, now they don't want you working just for normal reasons. You know, they're just uh, <laughs> they prefer you stay home. It's, it's not worth it. They put me in the window. They, yeah, they got to redo. <laughs> I'm the draw. They got to redo everything you do anyway. You know, it's it's not working. They're just being nice. <laughs> look, look what happens when you come into this store. Look at the wrinkles on her. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, but yeah, it's and you're right though. It has been the year has flown by. And uh, it hasn't been all negative for cer- for everyone, I don't think. And certainly, like I said, I'm in a certain privileged position where, you know, I've been able to work from home. 
Uh, we're, we're doing okay. We got a roof and meals and all that stuff. And in some cases, I'm really enjoying it. And I know that there are, um, there are talk now from people, introverted people who have been really enjoying this time away from forced social obligation, that there's some stress and anxiety about a return to normal levels of, of mm-hmm. social engagement. And I get that in a way too. It's one thing where you're like, okay, you know, we're all in this. We know what's going on. Let's just get back to normal. But on the other hand, Sometimes for some people, normal might not have been that great, and they're liking this uh, this social easement. So it's an interesting scenario to be in. The you know the for anti anxiety and and whatever. I agree. That's what we have to look at. <laughs> I've I've really enjoyed actually. Sure. I mean, in that regard, I've really enjoyed the downtime that I've had, and not to say downtime because we've been keeping very busy. There's always something every day. I've been devoting time to art and music and reading, and on a normal day. I would have had time to do some of those, but maybe not all of them because I would have felt compelled to grab a beer after work with somebody or go out for this or that, um, even to a movie I don't really care about. You know, sometimes stuff like that that you were doing that was just because you could. Now I'm I'm replacing that with productive things that I find that I really enjoy, like rehearsing. It's not not everyone wants to learn all the notes on the on the fretboard of their guitar, but I'm trying, and that I have time, and so I'm you know I'm putting in the work. But it's uh you know there's a give and take I think when we go back to social norms as well. Yes, like I like people have asked, what have you? What wouldn't you change? You know, from this year of how how things did change and that you adjusted to. Yeah. What would you keep the same? And and I think I told you and Laura when you guys came over and we were sitting outside having a beverage last weekend that now I'm passing the torch for the big dinners, like for the Christmas dinners yeah. or or what I did learn is that we don't necessarily need all that food. You know, it's a it's about getting <laughs> hold together. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I've been telling you every big dinner for 15, 20, 30 years that we didn't need the roast and the ham and the salad and the whatever and this and the turkey and the whatever. You know, it's it's been a joke every time we sit down for a big family dinner that I'll say, where's the pizza? Because that's the only thing missing. And, but the food is great, obviously. I, I really enjoy it. Yeah, I'm waiting for it. that comment. But, <laughs> but I've always but told you, have... you, you, you prepare so well. Uh, but it almost seems like you're preparing for three times the people. But you have to think, you have to understand, I guess your dad and I both grew up where both our moms always cooked extra because we were ready if somebody knocked at the door, you know, that if there was always extra, somebody could come over and there you go. You just put another chair at the table and you've got lots of food. But now I've realized you can still be ready for that. You can just do it differently. And you don't have to have a turkey at Christmas. You could do what you want. Yeah, definitely. I I totally agree with that. I think for me, all I ever want from a holiday meal from you is that you're not so stressed out and you get to enjoy the time with the family because that's the part I like. I like the food, obviously. I eat it and I love it, but... He sure does. (laughs) I also want to hang out with you and dad and Lindsay, Mm -hmm. and I want to be able to relax and know that you're relaxed. And uh, it's hard to do that when you seem to be preparing to feed the entire street in case they show up and no one else ever shows up, but you're ready in (laughs) case they do. But, you know, all I want is to spend time with you and know you're relaxed and we can have a cocktail or a coffee or whatever, or even a glass of water together and just hang out. Well, that's what we're doing going forward. We just, you know, we both said that. And if, if, by meaning that you come over and get me all stressed out, then I just can't do it anymore. <laughs> there you go. That's it. I'll just stop coming over. 
Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> and we didn't, we, we kind of glossed right over. We've done this before where we start talking about our cocktails, then we start talking about something, and then we never go back. So I'm going to, mm-hmm. do you know anything about the history of a boozy coffee or an Irish coffee in particular? No, I just look at it as it creates warmth. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, as long as it's still warm, the one that's Mm -hmm. left has gotten a little lukewarm. Um, But yeah, so I I did some research prior to this. Obviously, the idea of a hot uh, coffee with alcohol is not something that took a genius to invent and has been around, documented for, you know, hundreds of years. The 19th century, there are examples of it from, I think, Vienna and Germany. And then, like I said, Jamaica with the the, uh, rum base and then some other ones. Um, but the Irish coffee, there's apparently a bit of a history that there's a common story people like to tell about the Irish coffee being that it was, uh, from an airport, uh, which is, I think it's now, uh, Shannon airport in Ireland. Um, and it's been credited to a particular person. Joe Sheridan was in charge of a restaurant in the airport and basically started putting whiskey and coffee. And then... There was a, a travel writer. This is an, I like this name. This name seems made up, and it seems exactly like what you would think of as an alias or like a, a movie name. Stanton Delaplane <laughs> was a travel writer, tasted the coffee, came back to the U.S. His friend owned the Buena Vista bar in San Francisco, I think, and they um, they tried to replicate it, and then it it gained popularity eventually. And that so that dates back to the 40s in Ireland and the 50s in the, in America, I think. You know, you could probably find arguments that versions of of coffee with whiskey in it might have happened before that. Certainly versions of coffee with a type of alcohol in it have happened all over the world at various times. But that's the common story that people like to tell. And that that I'm reading from irishwhiskeymuseum.ie. And there are other variations of that uh, online. So um, it's not uncommon to hear that story. But yeah, then and the idea the, the the famous Irish coffee recipe being whiskey... Uh, coffee, sugar, um, either a full mm-hmm. yeah. spoonful or a couple cubes of sugar, and then the heavy cream, like you mentioned, and then you yeah. you sip it through the cream, um, and that is your standard recipe. But obviously, we're taking liberties. I really, really, like I said, really like the South African coffee. It's been on my list of things that we should do since the beginning when when Justin first made it for us, and it was just because he's South African, his family's born there, and, and he's that's his heritage. So he always calls it a South African coffee, where it's just whatever you got, whatever you need to put in a coffee, whatever sweetener or alcohol you put in, that's what makes it a South African coffee. I don't think people in South Africa probably do that or might even like that we're calling it that. But, you know, <laughs> it, it's it's a thing that we're, we have now. Uh, so it's kind of funny to me. But in any case... That's our little history. Um, we have. Should we move on to your segment? Do you have a toast and roast this week? Of course I do. Oh, well, there you go. So toast and roast, if you haven't listened before, is a little segment where mom gets to uh, talk about something she likes and something she doesn't like, and we'll play the intro music now. Okay, so what do you want to do? You want to? You are you mad or happy? Um, I'm a combination, but I am <laughs> going to. You roast are an enigma. First. Okay, you're gonna roast. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm going to roast just because, um, you know, lately I've been on the highway a little bit more. And and even in the local streets, the people that are driving so fast, like lay off on putting your foot so hard on that gas pedal. You know, <laughs> like it really, I don't understand it. Darting in and out and cutting people off. And and where are you going? Slow down. That's fair. Yeah, there's like, a lot of that in, in the streets in Toronto as well. We see that. 
you know, just it, how fast you got to go. There are people and, and families that walking and just uh, take it easy. Well, that's what I'm hearing. More people that are walking that uh, and actually it has been a good experience for all of us as drivers and walkers. You learn to ex- to appreciate the fact that when you're walking, you start to think about, OK, what type of a driver am I? Am I cautious when I come to the corner? Do I pay attention for people walking? So it's a good lesson for all of us. One time in your neighborhood and where I grew up, my friends and I did pretend we were in a car and the four of us walked in car formation as though it was two in the front, two in the back. And we signaled and we drove, we drove, we walked around (laughs) in traffic and it it annoyed everybody. But it was, you know, it's not a high traffic area 20 years ago. But uh, yeah, maybe you should try that. You and dad walk in the road and and act like you're a vehicle and see what respect you get. You know what? We have enough of a reputation and I'm kind of concerned about you and your friends. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you have anything better to do? So fast drivers, calm down in mom's neighborhood, will you? What's uh, well, what's... it's just it's not it's in everybody's neighborhood. It's just like I know if you've got a nice car with the speakers and whatever, like <laughs> just just appreciate. Just you've heard it here first. Mom car has no speakers. Um, oh, so, quiet! You're putting muncher. Who who are you happy about? <laughs> I want to toast. Um, now, some people won't agree because we've heard a lot of controversy about this, but I took Aunt Marg recently to get her vaccine. And it was handled so well, so organized. I have several customers that come into the pharmacy saying the same thing. The seniors that were 80 80 and up that just had their vaccines recently, they said they wanted to pass along how good things were handled. There was no problems in Pickering and we were in Richmond Hill. And honestly, the people were so kind, so organized. And it was just wonderful. It was a really good experience. That's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good to know. Yeah. So, so the yeah. vaccination. And I think all the people out there deserve credit. Really. Yeah. So the vaccination good. rollout has maybe been criticized, but it there are people doing a good job and doing what they can, oh. and people are starting to get it. And yeah, you, you, and and I, I really have to send a, a shout out to whomever handled you and Aunt Marg because that had to have been a handful. Uh, those, you know, the two of you. <laughs> So no, thank you. Thank you very much. It was very well organized from the time we pulled into the parking lot. There was somebody there to greet you and then direct you. Right. Uh, I mean, down to the fact that they even had your parking marked by time. So it was great. They just said, pull in. If you're here for 1130 appointment, there's where you park. Oh, yeah. That was great. Yeah, that's good. That's a that's a good toast. So, uh, yeah, hopefully that continues yeah. and everyone's able to get their jabs and and we all move on. uh and see what happens next yeah. year. What's new in the world and what's going to, you know, excite us. Um, great. Now, so that-, that being said, though, you know, when you go for blood work, you usually get like um, cookies. Oh, you, you're <laughs> you going to complain you got no <laughs> that treats. That might have been nice. No, I'm going to You needed that like treasure chest that the dentist used to give you where you got to pick a toy. Yeah, well, you know. There you go. Okay. My experience was great, so that's what. Except I'm you got you got no toy impressed. and no no cookie, so you know. <laughs> step your step up your game, uh, Ontario health workers. Get mom a cookie. No, it was just fantastic. I could not complain. When I sensationalize the promotion of this episode, I'm gonna say, "Why was Gina upset at her vaccination experience?" <laughs> oh, mine! I wasn't mine. Was Listen awesome. now on drinks with mom. <laughs> you better not. <laughs> I know where you live. Yeah, yeah, not for long. Look out, buddy. Um, okay, great. So that's uh, this is a jam-packed, uh, vaccination-heavy Irish coffee mm-hmm. episode. How are your coffees doing? Oh, they're good. I I'm done. I don't want to finish this other one. Like, <laughs> I don't want any more coffee. You know, it's yeah. like you say, 
it's time to wind down. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I finished the regular one. I'm onto the decaf and I still have a bit of my snifter of uh, the Jameson stout cask mate to, to finish. <laughs> so it's going to be a, a fun day for me. Um, but yeah, this has been fun as always, mother. Um, yes. We did You've get an, been well behaved. <laughs> we got an email from our pal Tom who pointed out a song that uh, mentioned Moscow Mule. So I kind of like the Ooh. idea that people might want to send us send us songs or mentions in, in popular media that maybe um, they mention a cocktail and maybe we can bring that up. So for instance, in this case, it was, uh, he was listening to Jazz FM. It was the song, it was a version of uh, You're the Tops as sung by Anita O'Day and mentioned the Moscow Mule. So, you know, we, we did a Moscow Mule episode a while back and there are probably mm-hmm. variants of that we can continue doing, but yeah. There are got, a lot of them, a lot of them. If you have mentions of, of cocktails and things, uh, that that are in popular media that maybe we can pair with an upcoming episode, for instance. I've thought about doing, you know, drinks ad ma- as made famous in particular film scenes or songs, and then maybe, you know, you you have to, uh, Mom and I got to watch the movie that goes with the drink <laughs> or something like that, so we can make a whole That theme. might be a good idea. That could yeah. be fun. So uh, you know? in that case, Anita O'Day, you're the top, so we'll we'll have to take a yeah. listen to that. But uh yeah, so uh, mother, where 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 did that email come into? What address was that? Oh, for crying out loud. Drinks with mom. Oh my gosh. Drinks with mom podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, drinks with mom. Oh my gosh, drinks with mom podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> it's been a while, you know. It's been yeah, a while. Yeah. Drinks with mom podcast at gmail.com. We're pretty active on Instagram. I mean, active as in uh, every every month when we post an episode, we do some stories and, and a post. And uh, yeah, there's usually some comments there. Twitter at drinks with mom. Uh, mostly Twitter these days is following and being followed by other burgeoning podcasts and trying to support each other and grow audiences together. So if you're interested in checking that out, I do occasionally ask for, you know, what should we do next? Or what's your favorite recipe mm-hmm. for this type of cocktail? No one ever responds because we don't have a big Twitter audience, but that's fine. I'm going to keep doing it. It's, it's, it's just nice screaming into the ether. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's otherwise uh, get in touch. However, you you probably know us if you're listening to this. If you don't, you know, email us or, or Instagram or Twitter. That's great. Um, and we'll yeah. keep doing it. Yeah, like I wouldn't mind like somebody who has a great coffee uh, recipe, like with liquor or whatever. They have a specialty one. I mean, maybe it's been in their family for a while. I think when we're not remote and you and I are able to be together, I've been thinking about setting up a little mobile rig so we can go places and maybe we can do live from. (laughs) So let's do live from this place where this person's going to make us this cocktail and, you know, things like that, that we would like to be social and collaborative again when we're allowed. Because I think that's the one thing a lot of people are missing in their life right now is that collaboration and social atmosphere and maybe we can bring some of that in the podcast in the coming year when when everyone's vaccinated and and we're we're through the the current uh you know scenario but we'll see if you got if you want to have us over and make us a cocktail we'll start planning now (laughs) yeah we're easy but we're really not as bad as we seem (laughs) yeah we're not as good as we seem either it's kind of in the middle um, well, okay, thanks. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Do you have parting words for the fine people who are tuning in? Well, like we're headed for Easter. You know, those of you celebrating Passover, there's a lot of holidays going on right now. And I apologize if I don't know them all. But just enjoy. Just keep going forward with the smile on your face and do the best you can. That's great advice. You I know? love it. Take care of yourselves. <laughs> we'll be here again next month. But in the meantime, hopefully you stay safe and healthy and enjoy your yeah. whatever you do in the next uh, in the next 30 days. Yeah, keep well. There you go. Cheers. 
Cheers. Bye, Mom. Bye, hon.